Hello, my loves. It is Lala Kent. I just realized it's 11-11. It's going to be a great motherfucking podcast, especially because my guest is probably my soul sister because she's just as obsessed with all things Bravo as I am. I have Lara Marie Shane Halls, which I just learned is German. Yes, you nailed it. Great job on the pronunciation. <laughs> genius. Genius. Literal genius. I'm I sitting looked here at it and I was today. like, that's absolutely Shane Hall's. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to say it. Yeah. I love it too because you were like, is this Russian? And I was like, how does she know that my family are Germans from Russia? You must be just psychic. Or can I tell you what it is? Because Schroeder is spelled sort of like that. <laughs> Oh. The, the first little part. The S-H. Yes. Or is Okay. Okay, so you've accomplished a lot because I'm looking at your bio. All Jessica had to say to me was, I have this girl. You have to have her on her podcast on your podcast because she's obsessed with Vanderpump rules. And I'm so vain that if you tell me that, come on, toot my horn. Let's <laughs> talk about it. But you also watch all the reality TV. But like I'm looking at your bio. You're a New York Times best-selling author. You have your own podcast. I have my own podcast. I have two podcasts, actually. Oh, shit. Well, okay, technically I have four podcasts. Oh, my God. right now, only two of them are, like, in season. So I have Sexy Unique Podcast. Okay. That began as just me talking with guests about Vanderpump Rules. I'm – that show has changed my life, truly. I love this. In – like very deep ways but also it just has been such an outlet for me that's a whole other story so it started out about Vanderpump 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 Rules and then it's expanded into talking about like all other reality shows so we covered like Rock of Love like all three seasons Rock of Love we covered like Lindsay Lohan's Beach House that weird MTV one season show yeah that was so weird we did like Gallery Girls which was the Bravo like throwback one season wonder from like 2012 I want to say wow so we I've never even heard of that current one oh my god you need to watch it it's like delusional millennials in the art world (laughs) (laughs) really being embarrassing and it's incredible (laughs) (laughs) It actually sounds good. It's really it good. Like, bring it back. Really, really I'm good. Like. So yeah, my co-host Carrie O'Donnell and I, we now do like live shows. We just had two at Dynasty Typewriter <laughs> this month. And we talk about usually like a current season of reality TV and then like a throwback. We did Mob Wives like recently, which Mob was a Wives, great rewatch. So freaking good. So good. We talked about you popping in last week at Dynasty Typewriter, but you couldn't. Your schedule was not allowing it, but you're having, you have another live one, right? We're going to have, I think, knock on wood, I hope that we're going to have like a regular show there. So maybe. Will you please have me? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I felt bad asking so last minute because I know you're busy and, but I was like, that would be a real coup to get Lala on the stage. Sheen has come to a live show before. She has. She has. And Ariana, Sheena did the splits. Yeah. She loves to do the splits. She dropped into a full splits, slammed her (laughs) vagina so hard (laughs) on the ground. It reverberated through the whole venue. It was an incredible moment. It was the last show before everything shut down from COVID. I think Sheena may like doing the splits more than Kyle Richards. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you see Reza on Watch What Happens Live? I sure did. Say. I sure did. That Kyle Richards 
for my friends who don't know what I'm talking about, Laura does, obviously. <laughs> Reza from Shaws of Sunset said that the most overrated housewife is Kyle Richards. Please give me your thoughts. Where's the lie? I agree. Where's the lie? It's a lot of go girl, give us nothing. <laughs> she brings, um, I guess, like, bitchy friend group to the table, but she's never really providing the drama. She stirs the pot. She asks a lot of questions. Okay. But, like, she could have gotten cut, and I would have been happy with Lisa Rinna staying, because I love Rinna. I love Rinna, too. Yeah. Oh, my God, you are my soulmate. She makes me laugh. Like, even when I know that she's hamming it up or being kind of fake, yeah. it still is really funny to me. It's so funny. I love the lips. She always brings it. The hair is always fabulous. And she is the only person. I always say, we're not watching this show to see a bunch of hot chicks kumbaya. No. You know, I'm we're watching just not. shows to watch ladies fight. That's yes. what I care about the most. And on Vanderpump Rules, like, I watch Vanderpump Rules to see all of you guys fight, and then to see most people's lives being somewhat embarrassing. Totally. A little bit, right? Absolutely. That's yeah. why I watch. There is this thing that I do, and I've talked about this before, because I'm a fan, but also a part of that world. Yeah. And so when I have moments when we're filming and someone brings out that side of me, and I'm like so mortified, I literally have to go into like, you made great TV tonight. Definitely. Or else I will go home and it will not be good. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's that I imagine is so difficult because maybe more so now when not drinking, but I can just imagine like with oh, the, drinking and like not being able to control like oh, anger or anything. The Sunday yeah, scaries then, every morning. Mm -hmm. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, how do you do that? Like, how do you, do you just divorce yourself from like, I, yeah, I flipped out or said this or that, but it's just fine. And it's yeah, TV have... and it's like a totally different life than how I am like day to day. No, because I feel like the different like day to day, if I'm not connecting with someone, I have the option to be like, I'm not kicking it with them. Yeah. When we're filming, it's like we have a group thing that we're doing. So like you have to come, mm -hmm. right? So like that's absolutely how I am. If you just like if I were to throw you into a situation where like you weren't connecting with someone, like you just see a different side of people when I don't want to say forced because we're not forced, but at the end of the day we're like here to film a TV show. So you're seeing people for who they are, but in situations that maybe they normally wouldn't put themselves in. So I have to separate reality from reality. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Cuz if I don't like me season seven after my dad died calling Raquel a bambi-eyed bitch telling Billy Lee she was boring to listen to and look at almost headbutting her calling her a hoe I watched that and go what the I mean that fuck? was iconic though that <laughs> Looking was like back, truly one of the it's a great standout moment 100 percent. but it's hard to have your like standout moments on tv also be like one of the darkest moments of your life Totally. Like, but or I, during that period of your life. Right. During that time, it was very, very dark. I couldn't watch it. Now, like, I will go on to YouTube and be like, this feels like I need to watch Bambi and Bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good. It's do a throwback. You, do you guys think just from, not an outsider, because I watch How Housewives, but do you think there's a, a 
Kyle Richards equivalent on Vanderpump Rules? And if so, you don't have to say who if you don't want to, if you don't want to like cause drama. But do you think there is someone who like you can give or take like he or she could go and like, are you going to really? Yes, you do. Yeah, I ain't saying who, though. Do yeah, you? I'm not gonna say who either. But you agree. You you're a, okay. You're a shit fucking stir. <laughs> shit would be great, <laughs> right? Shit fucking I don't know who the Kyle yes. Richards is. You. <laughs> you. Take her and leave. Get her out of here. <laughs> okay, good to know. You're the pot stir. I'm a pot But stir. I will always take you. I will never leave you, Jess. <laughs> Thank you. So, but Reza did circling back, say something pretty savage because Kyle Richards responded to Reza being like you have a canceled show whatever else she said i don't know oh he's on traders yeah like i guess and he you got were the first one first. and you were the first one to get kicked off traders and he, he goes yes he goes i did have a cancel i do have a canceled show and i did get killed off of traders first but my entire family and cast still pick up my phone calls mm-hmm. how's kathy hilton doing <gasps> and and names uh kim as well like he went savage yeah I, I'm telling you what, those Shaws of Sunset um, cast members. She walked w- herself right into that one. Yeah, why did she do that? You can't step <laughs> to like a bitchy gay guy and expect to live to tell the tale. Absolutely It's truly not. a no. It's a non-starter. I know. And I love Reza so much. So everything he says, I co-sign on. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really funny. But I don't know. You know what I always used to say? And I think I, I still stand by this. I think you need to be on Be- Beverly Hills. Everyone Tell me says why that. you think that because I hear this a lot and I don't feel like my age would allow it right now and I also don't have anything like super fabulous to show you. Like, come look at my three-bedroom apartment. <laughs> no, they always... Okay, I think it's really good on a Housewives franchise when there's a new young blood. Okay. Like a hot, younger housewife. I mean... You've gone through a recent divorce, separation. So that's always like juicy for TV. Totally. And you have brands, you're an entrepreneur. So people like like a kind of younger, hotter, scrappier woman to come into the mix. And you suffer no fools. So I think you'd really light some bitches up. And <laughs> you should write Andy You Cohen could and be the this. person to get Kyle off the show. I see this for you. Do you have to have a partner? I don't think Kyle would ever be off the show because she really is. I mean, what's her name? Um, Erica in the reunion said she was the queen bee in the sense that she kind of is the glue that holds the whole group together. Without her, these people wouldn't talk. Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills is her town after all. Yeah. (laughs) Right? I mean, she really does have the crowd. She's been there since day one. But I think you could ruffle her feathers in a way that I would really appreciate. No, she would hate me. What? No, exactly. But that's why it would be so good. And I think, like, the way I see it, if I were a producer of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I would say Lala's going to upgrade from Vanderpump Rules to, to Beverly Hills. And we're bringing Lisa Vanderpump back. Because then you have an ally. Yes. You have someone on your side, and you can both take on Kyle. You should pitch this to Cohen. Honestly, like, I literally give gold away for free every single week on my podcast. I'm, like, telling people what's good, and no one cashes it in. It would change lives. It would change everyone's lives for the better. Okay. Because you've never been, like, you've kind of 
been above the fray on Vanderpump Rules the whole time. That is so nice of you to say. It's true, I though. I really enjoyed, by the way, I really enjoyed doing reality TV. And I love Vanderpump Rules so much. And I got in trouble for saying this on Sheena's podcast. And when I say this, like, I'm not minimizing what my cast has been through. But there are things on the show, like little petty things that made my life this year a lot easier because I was like, I'm going to go in and we're going to throw shade in like the most petty way. And this feels good to take me out of my reality. Like just the things that I feel like I got to deal with on a day to day, even before this past year, Mm -hmm. just feels a little bit on a level that I don't particularly enjoy. But it is kind of like the, the drama of like, oh, shit. Tom Girardi is actually not that great of a guy. Uh, Jen Shaw, not that great of a chick. Like, it does feel like my person that I was with is that type of drama. Does that, am I making no, that any makes sense. type of sense? The, I'm trying to make sense while to not talk offending about anybody. On the, do you get to talk about that on the show? Like, get into it? Or are there parameters around that? We'll see when it's cut and edited together. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I talked about it a lot. There's a lot of times like during filming where I feel like I've spoken about things that and it usually ends up on the chopping block. Like it may be a little too heavy for Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just in my head. Do you feel like it, the show lost the plot a little bit in the past few seasons? Well, why don't you tell me how you feel about that? Because I'm so in it. I'm so close to it. I thought that seasons one through six are some of the best television ever created so you even think through season six yeah and then you had seven eight and nine and i'm also really close to it because obviously i talk about it like for a living on my podcast so it started to feel like instead of me being like oh my god i get to watch vanderpump rules and like talk about it and there's so much to talk about and yeah. like, make fun of it was like oh i have to watch and i'm like just not as engaged in the drama i feel like it got like a little produced or like it was like not as much focus- focusing on like the darkness in the cast members' lives, but focusing on like too much of the positive, which I feel bad saying because no, you're you are saying what as someone who's in it and also a fan of reality TV, I watch to see the drama. Yeah, I don't need if I wanted to watch Kumbaya, I'd watch fucking Kardashians. Mm-hmm. And I do watch that too. I don't. That's, that's I don't, I a want, different itch for me. The only time I've watched is when I see those bitches fight. Yeah, when Kim like beat Courtney's ass. Yes. Yeah. And even then I tried to watch the full episode. I was like, I'm just going to watch clips. No, now <laughs> it's good because it's on Hulu and it's like drone shots and lifestyle that's porn. It. Yeah. Lifestyle porn. So it's porn. like, right. it really gives you something different. But like when I, the best Bravo shows, I think, are also the ones that focus on the darkest most like horrific things of these people's lives no i agree with you and like that is my bread and butter like that i crave that it makes me feel safe i feel (laughs) as a viewer and it's weird like obviously like i don't want your life to be bad like person to person no but but watching it yeah like but by the way you saying that i don't take that like i want to see that for me personally being able to have a platform where I get to go and share my voice and my opinions, and even though people may disagree or think I'm a nutcase, it feels extremely therapeutic. Like when we go into interviews and they start asking, like, where was your head at in this moment? It's like I leave 
feeling like, oh my gosh, I just had the best therapy session ever. Right? Yes. Because yeah, I take you out. Leave it all on the floor. Leave yeah. it all out there. And I avoid the comment section at all costs. And when yeah, people post about me, I don't look at it because I'm like, I know this is where the haters go. If I want to see love, I just stay on my own page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo, don't seek that shit out. No, because it's I'm gonna... great. It's also reached a fever pitch of insanity. Correct. Like, I'm like, it's one thing to podcast. I'm like, it's one thing to podcast about Vanderpump Rules, but it's a whole different thing to be online, like in Reddit forums, being like, no, these people aren't getting paid for no, their I'm thoughts. Like, this is crazy. You're not monetizing. Yet you're here no. writing essays for free. and like campaigning. I know, for yeah. free. I don't do shit for free. <laughs> Anyone wants to start beef with me when cameras are down, fuck off. <laughs> I am curious, Lara, because of what you said about season seven, eight, and nine for Vanderpump Rules, after just seeing the trailer for season 10, how do you feel? I was feeling good. I think you're going to be really happy. And actually, by the end of nine, the reunion served. The reunion was five star. The reunion was five star. I actually gave up on, like, recapping it because I was so frustrated by that time. I was like, I can't, like, I just have to, like, disengage because it was making me upset that it was bad. But I watched season 10 and I was like, hell yes, we're back. Yeah. And that's why... I keep telling people I want because I felt like we kind of lost our footing towards the end of seven. Seven, we still had some stuff going on, but it was like. What was seven? It was Jackson Brittany's wedding. No, I think that was eight. Eight, it was a lot of wedding stuff. It was brand new faces that yeah. like it just didn't make any sense. Was that the Dana, Brett? Dana, like they put a lot of, I think. That was deeply, con- Dana was not as confusing, but there were a lot Dana of. Dana really fitting con- great. There were a lot of confusing male choices. So there. can I tell you, and I feel like I can talk about this now because Stassi put it in her, I think her her book. But the reasoning for that was they were trying to push a new group in because they were taking us out and, and giving us Vanderpump Valley or something like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Then COVID happened. They were like, the whole reason we can't pick up production is because it's based in a restaurant and the restaurant industry during COVID was like a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. Then everything happened where a lot of cast members were let go. So the show that we were going to start filming was completely just squashed. But that was the reasoning for all of these new faces. People were like, why are these new faces like being shoved down our throats and their storylines? Why do we care about them? It's because they were introducing entire new Vanderpump rules and taking us generation. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, that didn't happen. So season nine, we did what we fucking could. I mean, we were, we got that season by the skin of our teeth. Yeah, that's tough because it also is like, the kind of thing where all that shit with the cast members went down. Mm -hmm. And as a viewer, like I wanted to see the aftermath of that. And I felt like you should have. Yeah. And I feel like I I was like, because it was the kind of thing where everyone was riding really high, buying houses, they're getting Mm -hmm. engaged, they're getting married. I got into Vanderpump Rules like when my life was really bad Mm -hmm. and I watched it being like, oh my God, these people's lives are worse than mine. This is amazing. Like I'm given life like another reason to get up every morning. <laughs> and then suddenly everyone ascends to like house buying levels and right? like happiness. And I was like, hold up a second. Like this is not the show I fucking signed up right. for. We needed them to get knocked down a peg or two. And just when you thought that was happening, 
it just glazed over that and was like existing in this like neither world of totally what's going on yeah right I feel the same way that you feel and even though like it was originally we we can't show us working in a restaurant forever you know like it just that makes no sense it doesn't make any there. sense yeah we don't work there we don't have to work there but I think in order for it to make sense and for you to follow someone's journey like you've got to understand like why why are they able to afford these houses well let's talk about it yeah. you're on a reality tv show you're getting paid by brands like why I can see we that hustle like i don't because that's think... not easy no and i think where everyone kind of goes wrong from a producerial standpoint is like thinking that the audience is just going to be lost if it's not taking place in a restaurant it's like everyone fucking knows <laughs> that like you're not hustling for tips to like right. pay your mortgage like no one actually cares about watching you guys work at sir like no they care about the people for that. because yeah. if they cared about the restaurant the abby show would have made it mm -hmm. on e where they were like they basically tried to recreate vanderpump rules based on a restaurant or yeah. a bar like the cast was lightning in a bottle before i even arrived mm -hmm. right they set the groundwork for a very successful show and obviously we're doing something right even though we're hanging on by the skin of our teeth i think season 10 you're going to see all of it it's going to take you back to old throwback Vanderpump rules. You got one person, two people that actually live in a house. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Everyone else no, is apartment living up. again. And she I was, was blown up. I was like, as a viewer, so excited by the fact that Tom and Katie split up because I was like saying on the pod all last season, I was like, wait, the whole, because I feel like the journey with her has been tough from a viewer perspective because I think she was made to look like acted a certain way in that relationship that was like kind of unpalatable. But then I started to like put the pieces together and I was like, wait, this guy has like sucked the life out of this person yeah. for literally the entire time we've watched them on TV. Right. Like she's got to get out of there. And I was like campaigning for them to like separate. And then they did. I was like, thank God. Well, this is, I'm excited for people to see Katie this season because you do get to see her not have to play a mom mm -hmm. to her husband. You know, like there was something when she decided like, I'm doing this. I am moving on with my life. Something changed in her. Something changed in her face. I said to her, I was like, even your face looks different. And she said, Chris Medina said that people would say my face looks different. And Chris Medina didn't tell me to tell her that. I just said it. <laughs> see, he's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> He's, he's fucking he's is a that psychic. The psychic from yes. oc different guy from oc but literally predicted my entire life so anyway okay anyways. i think you're gonna be excited for this season i'm it's excited. gonna give you all the feels every time i get a long long break i'm always excited to be back hell yeah give them lala is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors big and small and at times we keep carrying them around rather than processing them and letting them go when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy from BetterHelp is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. It's for all of us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com GTL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P slash GTL. Zero dollar delivery fees. I bet that made you listen. Yes, I said zero dollar delivery fees. That's what you get when you dash pass by DoorDash. And if you don't know what DashPass is, I'm about to change your world. DashPass is an exclusive membership that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders, along with members-only deals and discounts. DashPass is the most affordable way to get food from your favorite restaurants or groceries or whatever else you need delivered right to your front door. DashPass basically pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for just $9.99 per month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for DashPass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Okay, I have to shame you for a moment. Okay, (laughs) please bring it on. Now that I've been very kind to you, how in the world do you not watch Real Housewives of Miami? This has been something that I've been confronting for a long time. I just got busy with other franchises and so many people, literally every day now, someone's telling me, you have to watch Miami, you have to watch Miami. And I understand that and I know. And my plan, I have a whole plan in place to like okay. fix this huge problem. I'm going to Japan this week and I'm going to download all of the Miami episodes and then okay. watch them on my computer. Have you ever months. watched? No. Girl, I'm judging you so hard right now. <laughs> I know. It's a real blind spot for me. Most people will tell you to start on season two. I disagree. You have to see season one. Okay. Because it just like makes it makes it make sense with how like deep rooted the friendships are for season Three. I think it's four and five that we're on now. Oh, was it three on Bravo and then three were four on Bravo and, and then four and five Peacock? are on Peacock? Okay. This season is so spectacular. I'm like, like, I'm pissed that it's only once a week. I'm like, if it's on a streaming service, just drop the whole thing. Yeah. Drop it all in one. Mm-hmm. Do you watch all the girls' trip, like Housewives girls' trips? I watch everything. Okay. The only Bravo shows I don't watch are like Southern Charm, Below Deck. Basically everything that's kind of like Vanderpump. Yeah, too close to home. (laughs) (laughs) It's way too close to home. It really is. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a little triggering. You need escapism. (laughs) Yeah, I need to watch like very fabulous women and only women. Mm -hmm. And the husbands pop in and out. Yeah, no, I'm upset. Like, and the thing is, I didn't used to watch that much Bravo. Like I was like Vanderpump Rules and maybe would dip in for like Beverly Hills or something. But then... I've really ramped it up and now I'm like getting caught up on everything that I've been missing. But what about Potomac? I'm not caught up on Potomac. All right. I came in late to that one because it's like 
I feel like so many seasons happened in a very short period of time. And then I got overwhelmed. I'm like, where do I start? Like, I want to start from the beginning. But now that's like feels like a hundred episodes that I have to watch. So I just started this recent season. And I like, I think I'm like two episodes behind. They've always said it. Don't sleep on Potomac. And I fully co-sign on this. It's so good. Mm -hmm. OC, though, you've started. OC, I've started. I like... Watched this past season, then went back to season nine and have been watching through from there. Okay. And it's like a warm hug. Like <laughs> It these, is a warm hug. These Orange County women just feel so safe and secure totally. to me as a place to just like watch. I love like their home decor and like their fashion choices and I like their drama and their weird lives yeah. like I'm into it they live in the OC bubble yeah I said to someone who lives in Orange County the other day actually this was like a few months ago <laughs> but there were these two women we were in Orange County at that party okay. for Christmas there's these two girls taking a picture with Santa Claus and I'm watching it and I'm like this is the craziest shit I've ever seen <laughs> all right should have seen these women and I'm with my friend who also lives in Orange County and I was like Yo, Orange County is like a fucking bubble. (laughs) Well, this stuck with her because when I saw her the next time, she goes, what did you mean by that? And I was like, if I tell you, do you promise you won't be offended? (laughs) And she was like, I promise. I was like, it feels like everyone hears about this one party and it's, it's like high school almost. And it's like, if you were invited, you're a cool kid. Everyone brings out every diamond they could possibly own, drips themselves with it. It's like keeping up with the Joneses. It just feels like anything outside of this bubble, y'all can't comprehend. Mm -hmm. And she found that so strange. But her husband was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, you got to bring out the nicest car to roll up to the house. Can't just take the Range Rover. (laughs) We have to take like the car that was imported from some weird fucking place and make sure you wear every single diamond you own. And how much was that bag? Was that the Birkin that was custom made and then signed off by a fucking Van Gogh? <laughs> it's crazy. And, and Beverly Hills isn't like that? I don't feel like it no. is that way. I think just all their stuff is like that. So it's not like they're it's not like they're putting on airs to go somewhere. It's like the airs are on 24-7, whether you like it or life. not. The yeah. airs are just their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But that's what I like about Orange County is it's like everyone's really good. And it's like they think they're really killing it, but they don't get it. It's like the the Truman Show or something. You're so right. But I do feel like when I'm watching Tamara, I'm like I'm watching like someone who I want to go to her house and be sick and she'll give me soup. Yeah, I want to sit with her. Like I really love her workout journey was really inspiring to me. (laughs) I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with Tamara. I'm obsessed. I am too. And I'm obsessed obsessed with Vicky Gunvalson. Me too. She is my North Star. <laughs> I oh. love her so much. She, no one makes me laugh until I cry like Vicky and she's not even trying. She genuinely is like Lucille Ball level funny. Do you know me. her? No. All right. We're planning a dinner because oh <laughs> she's one of my most favorite people. So on the way to BravoCon, she was sitting right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I said, hi, Vicky. And I think she thought I was just a fan. So she brushed me off and then realized it was motherfucking Lala Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and we had like an hour conversation. It felt like an hour to the point where like the flight attendant told us like, you guys have to sit like we're leaving the game. <laughs> sit the fuck down. <laughs> had like the longest conversation about narcissists and that sh- that I need life insurance. 
Yeah. That was a big part of it. Yeah. She said that to you? Yes. Mm. And she was like doing it on the airplane, trying to figure it out for me. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. She is a working woman through and through. And she like, she loves to talk about, but you don't work. Mm-hmm. You don't work to earn a paycheck. And then she does the hands. Yeah. You don't bring home money. She will help you financially plan your entire life. Like that's, I just, I love it. I love that she's built a business literally from like her home office into the behemoth that is Kodo Insurance. And they're she's everywhere now. all. Like. I know. Yeah. And she still is just like so funny. She's so funny. And also if one more dude breaks her heart, I'm coming for them. Yeah. What are you offering? You freaking scrub. <laughs> you got Vicky Gunvalson. All right, stop moving into her house, eating her food, enjoying her freaking Mexico vacation home. She needs to learn a little bit of self-love. I think that would take her really far, but it also is extremely relatable to see her kind of fall into the same trap with men over and over. Do you want to know what's amazing is that she admits it. She's like, I don't want to be alone. I know. I love companionship. Like she doesn't pretend. She's like, I, who? Tell me. This person, as long as they'll move in and be with me every day, that's who I want. Yeah. She's her love tank full. She needs her love tank full. I don't understand that, though, because from an outsider looking in, I see someone like Vicky or you or just these single women that sometimes are with, not settling, but they're with these people where I'm like, you could get anyone. Is it just being safe? Do you guys like... Do you think they like like someone like Vicky? She's like, this person is known, so I trust them. Because I feel like you guys could get anyone. No, but there's so many like yucky men. I love a scrub. It's my you favorite. do? Yeah. I'm like, you don't have a car. You don't have a... Yeah. <laughs> you drive without a license. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> you like a project? Is it? Yeah. Is that it? Is it a project thing? Maybe. I think I need a lot of therapy. Therapy helps a lot. The this crazy is the thing trauma. is... <laughs> Is like with therapy too, because I've been in therapy for a long time and I've been single for a long time. But you start to see that like every relationship fits like a very specific pattern that you repeat over and over and over, even if they look like, even if they don't on their face look like it is that pattern, mm. it kind of is. Shows itself over time. Yeah. And you just like, start to uncover all these like patterns that you repeat based on a lot like usually I think it's like childhood trauma or like but that doesn't make any sense what because I had like my childhood it at home was amazing my dad was fucking phenomenal their Mm -hmm. relationship was phenomenal so I don't understand what this is yeah maybe I was exposed to crazy tv too young Maybe TV or, like, if you had trouble in school or, like, in mm. young social situations. Like, there's always something. That's there's always the something. the great thing about life <laughs> is there's always something that will really fuck you up. That's why they Lovely. say. You and can, make you pay for yes, it. Yes, your kid will always be fucked up somehow. If you're too good of a parent and too perfect, and that's going to fuck them up because their expectations are going to. They're all going to have their own set of issues. It's going to be everything. Yeah, yeah, or, like, someone will come into your life and, like, fuck it up mm-hmm. somehow. Totally. Or a situation will happen and, like, it'll just, like fuck you up and you'll learn some way of coping that then becomes like a negative pattern that repeats itself over and over and then you address it and feel the feelings and move through all these stages of grief and then you kind of move on and you're a little bit different now because of it do you have a boyfriend no she's single are you single single by choice 
I'm, yeah, I've been single by choice for a while. Like mm-hmm. I got so busy with like building up all my podcast stuff that I do that that just became like my full-time relationship and it was like working for myself. And so I'm kind of just coming out of that place now where I'm like, I really want like a partner and someone that I feel like is a real companion. I love that. Are you opposed to dating comedians? Cause I know you're a comedian and I, I always find it interesting when female comedians are like, I'm not ever dating a comedian. I'm not opposed to it, but I, they have to be funny to me. Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't date someone who, even if, like, everyone thinks they're so funny, but they don't make me laugh, like, it's not going to work. Do they have to think you're funny? Well, I am funny, so <laughs> they they wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't not. You are funny. <laughs> they wouldn't not. Yeah. And if they did, I'd be like, hmm, I guess this isn't a good match. Yeah. Or you don't really see me or something. Yeah, you don't have a good sense of humor. Yeah. I think I relate. I mean, I'm not a comedian, but I think if you don't think I'm funny, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been single in a really long time. But when I was, which was in my early 20s, I would try to stifle just my sense of humor and things that I thought were funny and things that I wanted to say that I thought were funny. And I would just try to be like this cool chick that I watched on TV. And it was like suffocating. Yeah. So it is interesting to like be single in your 30s where it's like, okay, I know who I am, but I'm kind of like you. I mean, back when I was young, I never like Brittany. She always knew I want to get married. She was planning her wedding from the time she was a little kid. Um, Always wanted to be a mom. I didn't really think that way. I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I never thought about a partner. It was always like. I just want to be successful and have businesses. Like Mm -hmm. that was what I wanted to be married to. And I think that's what we're really focused on this year. Mm -hmm. Because Chris Medina said to me, he said, I don't want you dating right now. But he said, your guides told me not to tell you that you can't date right now because... Then you'll do it anyway. You'll do it. Yeah. So I just want to give you a little bit of advice, but do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you should date right now because chances are you're going to attract the same type of guy. You got to do some self-work. So that makes sense. Your therapist is basically the same as Chris Medina. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, she also does like astrology stuff too, which I'm a little bit like, sometimes I I like it, but then sometimes I'm like, we're here to talk. Like, (laughs) let's not bring that. Let's not bring the stars into this just right now. Let's like focus on feelings. You Uh, would want the stars. You would want the stars. Wait, I'm going to get her number from you. What's your sign, Laura? I'm a Gemini. I'm a double Gemini Leo rising. I could see Uh, your Leo rising. This is everything. Do you know Mm. what your moon is? Gemini. Gemini sun and moon. moon. Yeah. Oh, shit. Leo rising. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. That's a lot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Before I let you go, can we please talk about Salt Lake? Yes. How do you oh feel God. about it? I've had a tough time with this season. I feel like it's dragged out for mm-hmm. so long. They've taken a lot of breaks, which I'm like, can we keep it moving? Mm-hmm. Keep it moving. Jen Shaw's taking me on a roller coaster. I think I started out this season being like justice for Jen. She does not deserve to be incarcerated. But then... When she started throwing people's shoes off of the boat, I was like, oh, that okay, was well, she needs to maybe go to jail just for a month or two because you really shouldn't be doing that. And then I, yeah, now I'm like, I, I'm just so saddened for her family by this situation that it almost makes it hard to watch because you're just like, this is so bleak. Well, because I feel like when when kids are involved and they had no say in the matter and like you just you just did shit without even thinking yeah. about them mm-hmm. you know because and i'm not throwing any shade at her i'm just saying me and how i go about life having a kid like everything that i do i think about ocean yeah i'm like how could this impact her and there's a lot of things like you, as simple as doing this podcast right now. I'm literally sitting here going, what have I said on this? What have I said in the past that she could at some point read and go, oh my God, why did she do all of those things? Why did mm-hmm. she say those things? Why couldn't she shut up? But then on the flip side, I think I hope that if she goes through things at some point in her life, which she will, that she never feels like she has to be quiet. So it's a weird, it's like a strange, I'm wondering if Jen was like, I'm providing for my family. Like I came from nothing. So I don't, I don't give a damn. Like I will make sure my kids have an incredible life and I don't care who I have to affect. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to understand how she could do those things. Yeah. Yeah. I think you probably don't think about it as it's happening that much because if you were focusing on all the people that you're hurting, chances are it would make you not want to like right. be like defrauding. Unless them. you're a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and I don't know where the season can go without her in well, it. Well, that's what I'm curious to hear your thoughts on because I'm a little worried for Salt Lake. I don't well, know. Well, you saw her. She is doing that that um exclusive with Andy. No, she shut it down. She did? She did. When? She shut it down like a few days ago. Oh, but damn. it's not happening. She said something in the contract would not allow her to share her side of things the way she feels like they should be shown. Oh, cuz she posted a photo of her in glam or something. No, and then she posted oh, a, wow. another thing that says that the one-on-one is not happening anymore. Wow. So that's off the table, but I just wonder because she's captivating. She is, and she makes good TV. Even before this shit happened. Yeah, like, she was bringing something to the table. And, like, Heather, I think, is, like, a flop. I think she, this season, I was so pissed off about the, like, black eye thing and how cagey she's being about that. Where Do do you think it was, like, Botox? Like, what do you think happened to her eye? I think someone did it. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you think Jen did it? 
I'm not going to say who I think did it, but I'm going to, if I were on the show, I would obviously say who, say who I think did it. Yeah. I've heard, like, I follow this account and they were saying like she hit a faucet. I've heard from people behind the scenes that that story is not true. And someone did that to her. Why would she not come out and say who for a million reasons, I'm assuming? It was on a cash trip. It could only be someone from the cast. Oh. Yeah. I think that that's what happened too. And like How how do you hit a faucet and have scratch marks all over your body? No. I think Unless that you was, hit the faucet and fell into a rose bush. Yeah. I think it was like a fight or some sort of thing like joking around that maybe turned into a fight or just like someone flipped the switch, got really angry. Mm-hmm. And instead of because of the sensitivity of the whole situation, right? it was like, don't worry about it. Nothing happened. We're not going to talk about it. And like, it's not a thing just to production, which I think is also crazy I because you? I feel like... Keep going. Well, I feel like if someone hits someone else on a reality TV show, there's like insurance, like behind the scenes, just like liability shit that has to happen. Well, I will tell you on Vanderpump Rules, we get physical... There are repercussions. Yeah. Heavy repercussions. And if that were to happen on Vanderpump Rules, there's no way we would get away with not being able with not saying who it was. Well, no. There would be repercussions for that too. Yeah. We have to talk about everything. That's what I also don't like is like when housewives aren't held to that same standard. I feel like they can do that because these women have been successful for a really long time and were thrown onto a TV show. Whereas our cast, they were like waitresses. We were waitresses and hostesses and things like that. And then we experienced this level of like notoriety and we had all moved to LA for this reason. Whereas Housewives, it's like, we accomplished everything we wanted to. And now Mm. you want to follow me around and watch me be successful? So it is, there's like a difference. Bravo needs them more than they need Bravo. Right. They're like, I don't need you. I've been successful since before this show. Yeah. We would never get away with not talking about it. Oh, absolutely not. Do you feel like Jen's sentence was fair or do you think she deserved more time? I think it was, I guess, as fair as it's going to get. I'm just, I'm really torn when it comes to like, punishing I'm really torn when it comes to like sending people to jail like I just I don't think like I think there are other ways that she could pay back her community or be more of service to people or like and selfishly also stay on the show (laughs) and like not affect her sons and family like I just I really do believe like if you're if the only reason you should go to jail is if you're like a violent offender and a threat to society even if someone took your entire life savings no i'd want them to rot in prison <laughs> yeah she did sentence. that i watched they started interviewing people that she affected and this woman is like i'm can i don't even know how i'm going to put food on the table because she took everything from me is she court ordered to pay it back yes okay yeah. That's heartbreaking. But how is she going to do that? Yeah. Well, the judge asked, and again, this is just what I saw online. Someone was live tweeting. And the judge asked, how are you going to pay this back? Do you still, are you still on the show? And this is not quotes. It's just along these lines. Mm-hmm. And she said yes. But it was like X amount of millions. And as a reality TV per- personality, like I could not afford to pay back 
multi-millions. No. There's no way with my contract. I thought Bravo cut ties with her. They did. She wasn't even allowed at BravoCon. Yeah. So you think that was a lie? That she was like, yeah. I mean, she's a liar, so. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it's like, people need to be more educated about finances and money and... But that's why they target the elderly. I know. But we need to send the elderly to like a learning annex class to... (laughs) You should host it. Yeah. Do not give anyone your information. Should we start a podcast that is for the elderly that like teaches them certain things where like if this person calls you, if Amazon says they can't find your info and someone hacked your account, don't give it to them? Yeah. Call 1-800... Lala and Lara <laughs> yeah. will tell you whether or not to engage. And have Vicky on. Vicky could give some. Oh, Vicky would <laughs> give some really advice. good yeah. advice. Oh, my God. I had the best time ever with you. Me too. Thank you so you much for, for having me. You're so welcome. Where can people find you? Okay. You can find me a lot of places. I'm on Instagram at Lars Marie. And you should definitely listen to Sexy Unique Podcast. We talk a lot about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Vanderpump Rules forthcoming and you should listen to my other podcast called Too Niche that I host with my friend Elizabeth and we actually did an episode recently we do a lot of trend hauls on that podcast and like we did a whole celebrity owned non-alcoholic beverage brands oh my gosh I'm listening tested a ton of them and actually found out that Katy Perry's brand Dessois was the best one. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some Starla. Will you please try yes, it? Yes, I was hearing you go-to. talk about that, and I'm dying. I also, we did a two-parter episode hauling sparkling water. Okay. And, like, taste tested all these different ones, and I know you're a sparkling water head. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I'm a Pellegrino girl, and I also love Perrier, but the Erewhon sparkling water is so fucking good. Okay. And... It almost gets you like a little high when you drink it. <laughs> wow. It's like there's something there's placebo something effect is on point. In the water. I'm telling you, it's the best sparkling water. All right, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And then we're gonna talk about this. Because when they don't have Perrier, if they have Pellegrino, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But I do love and I think it's a power move and I think it makes people think you're very successful when you order a bottle of sparkling water for the table. Oh, every day. Yeah. (laughs) So there we go. (laughs) Successful. Check. I done made it. All right. You're the best. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I love you so much and I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.